Welcome to the Clean Biz Network podcast. I'm your host, AJ Simmons, founder of the Clean Biz Network, where we've helped multiple people reach that six and seven figure level with their cleaning company. And today we're going to help you. So get ready for another episode. Let's jump into it. Hey, thanks for having me on, AJ. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. No problem. So I'm going to do this a little differently because usually I say who you are, where you're from. We do that first. But you know what? I'm going to jump right into it and get the people what they usually want to hear. That way they, they can know who they're dealing with here. So if you don't mind, because you go ahead and share with us what you guys are grossing with your janitorial company uh, on a monthly basis somewhere, just a rough estimate. Sure. Uh, this month, we posted about 110000 in monthly recurring revenue. And then additional five to seven thousand in one time, just one time gigs, you know. Okay, and- so basically that means big time. All right. So <laughs> for anybody watching, man. So now that we got that part out of the way, we can rewind a little bit. And if you don't mind just sharing with us, you know, who is Mark and where are you from? Sure. My name is Mark Lineberry. I live right outside Washington, DC. In fact, I'm outside the Beltway. So don't blame me that happens for anything that happens inside the Beltway. But uh, bounced around. Actually, my dad was a rocket scientist. So we bounced around from Kansas to Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, and ended up in Florida. So by age six, I was in six different states or living, I had lived in six different states. And to fast forward in time, I, I bring that up just to say I was a pain in the butt son. I was an only kid, but I was a pain in the butt son to my parents. And it's like, okay, my dad's a rocket scientist. What's the exact opposite? I want to do opposite from him. I didn't want to be like him. Right. So I'm a study law. I figured, Hey, that's close to opposite as you can. You're not working in numbers. You're not engineering or anything like that. So I had a brief stint, went off to school, studied law very briefly, and then met my wife. And here we are in Washington, DC area, uh, raising a family of four kids. That's what's up. And and I'm going to say this in a complimentary way, but I could definitely see you as an attorney too. Like you look like a trustworthy attorney. You got the objection. <laughs> oh yeah, objection. Right. <laughs> All right. Cool. So what made you jump into the cleaning industry? I think you just hinted at it, but if you could go into it, what made you jump into the cleaning industry? Yeah. So I was finishing up school and while I was in school, I actually started a different business and that business actually grew. It's very successful and I didn't want to let it go to chase the career. I've always been entrepreneurial minded. I've always owned a business every single year of my life since age 15. So I just wanted to do something and I lashed on this business. I grew it, but I, I still needed supplementary income. I just didn't have enough money to live off of that business income permanently. So I was looking around, figuring out where can I apply? I applied different jobs and I was during the downturn of the economy. This is in 1997. Things were kind of rough. My father-in-law approaches me and says, Hey, I know you you study law. Can you just review our contracts for us? And he started a commercial cleaning business back in 1978. So starting there, I started review contracts for him, but he had a interesting story in how he got started. Okay. Yeah. So he got started in 1978. The first client that he got in 1978, we still have today at universal janitorial services, 44 years. Right. And he got that client is a 13, 14 story building. 
he got that client because he was a night watch guy, this night security guy. He'd do his mm-hmm. rounds and everything. Well, one of the building owners approached him and said, Hey, do you know how to clean? And he said, well, yeah, yeah, I know how to clean. He didn't know how to clean in his life. He said, yeah, I know how to do it. <laughs> right. And so that's how he got started cleaning that building and brought his wife, all 13 stories. He worked freaking all day long overtime and everything. No life for his own family, just to clean it, end up bringing on a couple employees eventually. And he didn't know how to invoice. He didn't know how to bill. Right. So what, he, what happened was his client, meaning uh, our client, approached him and said, Hey, we haven't received an invoice from you guys. What's going on? And he goes, well, I don't know how to do an invoice. And he goes, well, have you done a contract? Have you submitted a contract to us? And he goes, no, I haven't done anything. So they felt really bad for what happened. They sprung for an attorney. They wrote a one-sided contract, by the way, Yeah, created this contract as one-sided, but it's definitely a free gift, paid them for all the back stuff and everything and got that squared away. And that's how universal janitorial services got started. And so it, the company grew and grew and probably at speak, it hit about 2.5 million in revenue, annual revenue. And that was before I got started in 97. So early nineties, I believe. And between early nineties and 1997, when I came on board, he went from about 2.5 million in revenue to 600,000 a year in revenue. Really quick, I hate to interrupt the episode, but if this episode is helping you, please help us back by leaving us a five-star rating and a review on whatever platform that you're listening to. Now back to the episode. Wow. So I know you you joined the company in 97. So and what what was your position when you first joined? Because you just kind of, because I know you didn't become the actual president until 2011. So right. could you walk us through that journey? Sure. So he had those contracts I mentioned, right? The one-sided contracts as a gift from that attorney. Well, that was his proposal. He would take this copy of the contract, white it out and photocopy it over and over and over (sighs) and over again, and just write in new numbers every time. And that was his con that was his proposal slash contract. And nothing screams, Hey, buy from me than a contract, but he had me review those contracts and they're so they're horrible. So I rewrote them for him, started from scratch. And I said, well, where's your proposal? And he goes, well, I'll have one. So, well, let's get you started on proposal. In my opinion, a proposal is a sales document that's meant to sell to the client long after you've done the walkthrough, right? Right. It's continued to, you're supposed to answer all their questions and everything within that document. And so the contract certainly didn't do that for him. And, and he, I saw that he is losing business just by having this nice. So I redid the contracts. Well, then he said, well, can you do sales? I never sold in my life. I had absolutely no clue how to do sales. I said, if you give me unlimited days off, if you give me a fixed salary, if you give me a percentage of the profits, as greedy then give me a percentage <laughs> of the profits and then give me flexibility to take off and to run my own business on the side. Hey, I'm all in. And so he put me through some sales courses. Uh, Dale Carnegie sales training, sales advantage course was one of those. Uh, Some others, I made sure he joined local chamber of commerce, networked with people. You got to think 1997, we didn't have phones, the internet, Google or anything like that. So basically we're operating off a Rolodex and a phone book. And so that's how we got our start. Just making phone calls, developing relationships, asking for referrals. Before I got started, I made sure that we were clear on goals. Hey, how much money do you want to 
make and by when? And he said, well, I'd like to triple in size in the next two years. So from 1997 to 1999, I took it from 600,000 a year to 1.8 million in revenue. Congrats, man. That's major right there. I'm telling you because I know, because I'm always trying to think from the perspective of the smaller guy listening to this, right? But I'm telling you now, <laughs> that is a major difference in how a business operates just from, you know, from 600,000 to you said 1.9. Yeah. 1.8. 1.8. 1.8, yeah, that's a, that's a major difference in just the whole operations of everything. So definitely congrats on that, man. I told you earlier that uh, I was promised percentage of the profits. I was promised 50%. Yeah. Well, here's his folly. And this is the cautionary tale to anyone watching this arena. His goal was to win the contract at all costs, no matter what. <laughs> so his, his process was, well, let's underbid everything. And his logic was, well, we could always increase the price next year. Right. Well, when you're losing money, 3%, 5%, 10% increase on a loss is still a loss, right? Right. And so he fell backwards. He's going backwards really fast financially. And on top of that, he would usurp and overrule my own pricing, eliminate all the profits. So I didn't see any of those bonuses whatsoever. Oh. So I, yeah. saw, I didn't, I saw a goose egg in those yeah. two years, despite yeah, bringing them all that business. Yeah, because you did say a percentage of the profits. You didn't say a percentage of the growth, right? <laughs> right. I probably should have done it the other way. <laughs> right. Thank you for listening to the Clean Biz Network podcast. Make sure you check out www.cleanbiznetwork.com for all of our services and products to see how we can help you grow your business. And also, don't forget to check out at Clean Biz Network on Instagram and check out the AJ Simmons YouTube channel for more content. Thank you. Have a great one.